0: welcome to mind body boss this is the podcast for people who know that our minds and
1: bodies are connected they affect one another and the more we learn how they operate the more we get
0: to be the boss of our life experience we're your hosts michelle Stevenette and april judd
1: hello hi
0: welcome to the podcast Pearl and Michelle, we're glad you're here. We're so glad you're here. We're a little bit loopy today. Bear with us. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about another control episode. We're talking about owning your life this month on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so, last week, we talked about finding control in relationships and how other people's perspectives and other people really, other people, other people, and how to control all the other people. Yes, all (laughs) the other people. Today, we're going to talk about how to control. Your emotions. Emotions. Emotions that happen upon you, how you're gonna take control over them. But first, before we talk about controlling your emotions, we are going to read a five-star review. Yes, we take are. it away, Michelle. All right,
1: this one is titled "Great Perspectives" with an exclamation point, and this listener says, "Great tools to calm down and more enjoy this yourself, others, and this crazy life, and breathe through the not-so-fun parts." Which I love, especially the breathing through the not-so-fun parts. I always remind people that yes. in workout class. Oh, it's <laughs> I'm very like, true. Just breathe through this. Just breathe. And you find your enjoyment in the middle of your discomfort. It's mm-hmm. such a better way to live. It really um, is. So thank you so much for leaving that five-star review. We are going you. to put your review into a drawing all through the month of December. All the reviews that come in, we will be putting into a
0: drawing for an Amazon gift card. Yeah, who doesn't love Amazon? Right. And like Everyone like, loves Amazon. We'll, demand, we'll mail you a gift card. All you have to do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds. Just do it. Yeah. Go do that right now and then come right back. And we are going to talk about... Oh, and if you share us on Instagram and your Insta stories or through a post, we're going to give you an
1: additional entry. There you go. So screenshot right now what you're listening to and throw it into your
0: stories and tag us. And tag us. And we'll put all of those into an entry as well. So you can get yourself two entries right now. Totally. Do it. Go do it. Win an Amazon gift card for those after Christmas sales that you really want to be a part of. All the things you didn't get for Christmas, you can buy it yourself. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Okay. Let's get down to it. Okay. So the biggest takeaway
1: for today is where feelings actually come from. Yes. And a lot of times, especially as we're kids, like we don't necessarily understand that feelings, we think that they come from things outside of us, from the situations going on or from other people But where do they come from, April? Our own thoughts. Yes. It comes from what's going on in our minds.
0: Everything inside your head.
1: Now, logically, you might be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, we want to kind of illustrate this because this was a concept that is sometimes really easy to not understand.
0: (laughs) Well, it's It's easy to maybe hear it and think, oh, yeah, that sounds right in theory. Mm -hmm. But when you're really coming down to understanding where your emotions are coming from. Yeah. You're it's like, very
1: easy to be like, no, this person said this thing and therefore I feel this way. Yes. Um, so we've got a few examples here of to help illustrate this. So the first one is just, we both actually saw a movie recently. Oddly, we were in the same theater and didn't know it. No, we <laughs> ran in, <laughs> into, into each, each other outside
0: apparently. the movie. Yeah, great minds think alike. Yes. And I loved the movie. I loved the movie as it well. It was Jojo Rabbit. So good. Such a good show. Um, You know, we each had like our own take on it. I thought it was like, you know, wonderful satire. There's like so so many emotions involved in it. It was, you know, funny. It was kind of heartbreaking. It was uncomfortable. It was like challenging. It was a take on a subject that I had never seen before and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really good. And we recommended it to a friend Mm -hmm. and we were like, you have to go see this. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And he came back to us and was like, (laughs) man, And we were like, yeah, what, do what? You mean, yeah, you didn't, you really didn't like it. Like it was like one of our, like, we loved this movie yeah. and, um, you know, he had some different thoughts on it and he said, you know, to his, his, his own thoughts had created his own feelings.
1: Right. And then when it comes to opinions, it's pretty easy to see how that works. Yes. Like he feels differently about the movie because he has different thoughts about yeah. the movie.
0: And you might, you might have different experiences going into a situation that help develop your emotions and your thoughts and right,
1: right. Okay. So that one's probably pretty easy to see. So pretty obvious you go to a, and you know,
0: it happens a lot, you know, like you go to a workout class and maybe you have a fantastic experience in the workout class because you're feeling confident and strong and happy and excited that day. And you like your outfit, and you like your outfit. <laughs> and so all of that generates what's going on in your head, which means the thought that, that comes up with your emotion is probably a positive one. And then maybe the person next to you had a bad morning, super stressed out You know, the thoughts of them are, I don't don't have time for this. I don't feel inadequate. I'm definitely not wearing my cute outfit today. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) it is. And they could walk out of that class thinking, I hated that experience. So, little personal story, just
1: this week. So, today we worked out and it was super fun and it was great. Yeah. Wednesday I worked out. Usually it's super fun and it's super great, but... (laughs) I had something else going on inside of my mind that made me feel not super and great. And it was the fact that I had just discovered that I had published our podcast
0: unedited. So if you were one of the first 75 listeners of our last podcast, you would have heard my four-year-old throwing his frisbee at Michelle's car and me having to, out of my control, talk to him about it.
1: Yeah, so few few privileged select few of you got that full unedited version. But Michelle walked into her workout class stressing about that. Yes, I did. And cute Sherry, who is a podcast listener and also works out at our gym, was so kind. And she was like, oh, I just listened to it. And <laughs> she, she was very kind about it. But um, I kind of had to own the fact that like, yeah, just superhuman person here.
0: Yeah. And so Michelle's in her class stressing out about like the anxiety and all the things going on <laughs> over go home and you, fix it right now. Yeah. Not editing this podcast. And then me on the other hand was in a totally different location thinking about our podcast being like, well, whoever listens to it, I guess we'll get to hear some of my parenting in action <laughs> and their judgments can be their own. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so same circumstances, Yep. very different things going on in our heads, which creates a very different
1: Feeling, right? Yes. And so
0: when I saw Michelle, she gave me a big hug and said, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry it has happened. And I laughed because I was like, no, it's fine. Like we're fine. Oh, don't worry I about it. I was feeling terrible. For you were feeling awful about it. And I was feeling <laughs> like somewhat, eh, Oh, well, <laughs> I just had to process that
1: for a minute. It felt appropriate. Yes. And I know it came from the thoughts going on in my head about it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, okay. So there's, there's that example. Um, another, Example of how our thoughts are generating our feelings. I remember going to a haunted forest and I don't really love getting scared. Like the terror stuff and horror movies, like I'm just not a fan. That is just not something that I really get it. I don't, I don't enjoy those things, but I remember going and I'm like, I'm just going to lock arms with who I'm with and close my eyes and like sing happy songs
0: And I really wish I had this visual, Michelle. What I really (laughs) wish was there was a fly on the wall, and that could be me, and I could go through this haunted forest with you and see you with your eyes closed
1: singing (laughs) happy songs. This is me choosing deliberately to put something else inside my mind so that I can have a different feeling Mm -hmm. than what I would get if I was just, you know, allowing myself to feel the fear of the, of the haunted house. So, you know, again, just an illustration of how what's going on in our minds is what's going to generate
0: our feeling. Another example of that, of like, you know, the, the fearfulness of being afraid, uh, when we were in Universal Studios this last summer with my kids, we went on the studio tour of the lot and there's the part where like the um, Jaws shark comes out and, like, kind of, like, scares the train. Okay. And yeah. I knew it was coming because I've been on yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, oh, guys, here's the shark. And it plays the music. And my kids were like, ah. And so this Jaws comes out. And all the little kids who didn't know it was coming and they see the shark. And they were all like, ah! You know, it was yeah. totally scary for them. And for yeah. me, it was funny. I started yeah. laughing because it was like, I'm looking at all these little kids being terrified. Yeah. And so... My thoughts were, oh, like here it comes; they're going to be surprised, and yeah, you know, the so anticipation. I'm, yeah. So I'm laughing at it, and their thoughts were, oh my gosh, here comes a shark! This is dangerous. Here comes a shark. Why is no one doing anything about this? You know, yeah. so there were their thoughts creating their fear emotion, yeah. and my thoughts creating my like, this is a great time. Yeah. Emotion. yeah. Okay. So all these examples so far have probably seemed relatively obvious. Yeah. Easy to illustrate. Easy we're trying to-, to point it out for you yes. so that you can <clears throat>
1: pinpoint circumstances that are easy. Yes. So where it gets a little bit more challenging is, um, maybe in, you know, situations where we're just interacting with one another and we might have some inner dialogue in our head that we're not totally aware of, but we're just interacting with people and we're feeling something like maybe we're interacting with people and we feel insecure or we're interacting with people and we're feeling judged or maybe we're interacting with people and we're feeling super loving and we don't realize necessarily cause it's not, explicit, but the, whatever we're feeling in those moments is still coming from what's going on inside of our head. Mm -hmm. So for example,
0: Oh, you had a story. Oh, I had a really great story based on, you know, someone choosing what happened inside their head. So I, this is my very close friend's mother and I was 12 years old and I was staying with her for the weekend. My parents were out of town. I'm staying with her in the middle of the night. I wake up, so sick to my stomach. I stood up next to the side of her bed. I pass out, and when I wake up and try to stand up again, totally disoriented, I throw up everywhere. Everywhere oh. on the carpet, on my best friend, the side of the bed. Like total terrible situation. And she wakes up and looks over and was like, "Are you sick?" And I said, "Yeah, I just threw up everywhere." And she's like, "Okay, I'll be right back." And I'm thinking she's going to get me like a towel or some some way yeah. to clean this up, right? So I'm just sitting there, just like. Uh, totally, just mortified, and that you know, got tears yeah. rolling down my cheeks. And she comes back with her mother. Oh, and her mother, who is like, like let's share it with yes, everyone. like, oh boy. Her <laughs> mom comes in, and she comes over immediately to me, and gives me a big hug. And so I am well, so sorry that you're sick. You know, oh, are you okay? And sits me down on the in the a chair in the corner of the room, and picks up a pot and a spoon <laughs> and she goes over to my pile of throw up and oh, she kneels down and begins scooping my throw up, up <laughs> and putting it into the pot. And like, I'm thinking now, especially as a parent, but at the time, like this woman is probably, you know, frustrated. She's what probably time tired. Of, time 3 a a a.m. Okay, 3, 3 a.m. She's probably annoyed that she's cleaning up someone else's puke. It's not even her kid. Like I'm not even her kid. I'm just her kid's friend. Yeah. And instead, she starts humming, like singing a song to her, like da, da, as, she's da, da, as she's cleaning my shoes She's like up. Snow White. She's seriously like Snow White. <laughs> and I am thinking, and so now I'm looking back on it. I'm like, the emotion, the emotion that was driving this incredible person was probably compassion. I felt mm-hmm. bad for this little 12-year-old girl who had gotten sick in her home without yeah. her parents there to feel comfort from. She probably was feeling... I don't, I don't even know what other kind of feelings she could come up with. She just is a yeah. saint of a human being, but yes. the way that she was portraying herself and the emotions that she had, which were love toward me as I'm yeah. crying in the corner, completely mortified. And I thought about the situation over and over again since it happened, because it was just amazing. We were in the same situation. I'm mortified in the corner. She's cleaning up my puke and her emotion must've been a good enough emotion and have thought that right. her emotion was as such that she could do it She with probably was
1: thinking, I'm so sad that she's sick. I want her to feel comfortable in yeah. my home. I don't want her I to feel bad her. about this. Right. I don't want her to feel bad. Yes. Like those are the thoughts that she's having mm-hmm. where it could have easily have been something like, I can't believe they woke me up. I can't believe she threw up. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, like those resisting also, emotions, which would be understandable and human. Yeah. But she, she was somebody else. Yes. She was somebody who was thinking different thoughts mm-hmm. and therefore she was having a different experience Yeah, cleaning up puke <laughs> honestly, than maybe the
0: average person would. Yes. A saint of a human yeah. being. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a, that's a good story. I love, I love honestly. that story. And I
0: have not forgotten
1: it. I mean, that, that was
0: 20 years ago. Yeah. And Yeah. So basically
1: what we're saying here is that whatever's going on situationally or circumstantially, that is not what generates the feelings that we're having. But we kind of skip over that and think, well, of course I'm going to feel sad because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But if the X, Y, and Z are outside of you, that's not why you're feeling sad. It's because of
0: the dialogue you're having inside your own head. Have you, so have you ever been in a situation, this happens with my husband and all the time, like, we'll be watching something as simple as, I'm kind of a crier, and so we'll be watching something as simple as, like, an ESPN commercial, like, mm-hmm. with a kid, and, like, yeah anything. Yeah. And here I and I look over, the commercial's over, and I'm and literally crying. Yeah. And he is... <laughs> Now, laughing at me and he's mocking. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so because... I have the same experience <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you ever had that where you're <laughs> yes. like, Surely this everyone in this room has to be in tears, and there's always people who everyone watch. did they not see the commercial, yeah. right? That's a, I mean, hello, this is we're all in the same situation. Right. Why are you all not seeing this? So, the commercial's not what's creating the, the tears, no. it's me and my thoughts about it.
1: Yes, yeah, just like your husband and his thoughts about it are generating.
0: Well, he's, it's more like his thoughts about you Yeah me, on, on the mocking bar, yes. Yeah. That part. But really, you know, yeah. like he can also think, Oh, like that's sad. And it may not have the same effect as my thoughts, you know, creating right. that emotion for right. myself. You, Cause you've got a slightly different inner dialogue going on. Right. Yeah. And that's, what's creating it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So another example I have of, so I, sometimes we, like we're saying, we think that this is situation and this is, the result of that situation is I'm feeling this. And so, you know, um, my seven year old Turner comes running in the house the other day and he is so upset, crying and just pouty. And I said, Oh, you know, Turner, what's wrong? What happened? And he said, Oh, Sam called me an idiot. And I was like, Oh buddy, I'm so sorry. Are you, do you think you're an idiot? Are you, are you an idiot? He was like, no. I'm like, oh, is that is that why you feel bad is because you don't think so and Sam thinks so? And he's like, oh, yeah, but if you're not an idiot, what does that mean? I don't know. Sam's just being mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then that can be your thought about it, right? So because Sam says you're an idiot, does that mean you have to be sad about that?
1: Yeah.
0: No. Good job, mama. Well, I don't know. But do you want to be sad right now? No. What do you want to do? Go play. Okay. Then you can choose to think, okay, Sam's not being the nicest and I'm not an idiot. So I'm going to go play. Yeah. Yeah. And he wiped his tears and was like, okay, all right. Yep. And yeah. he went out."
1: Now it's not always that simple. Right. But that's such a great example because it's understandable. If somebody says something unkind that you might have a reaction of like sadness or feeling you know put down or whatever so that it's a normal response that he had but I love that you were able to just help him sort of take the ownership of like well I don't think I'm an idiot and he's I guess he's just not being very nice and I can
0: I can just go and play like yeah. it's okay yeah yeah I don't have to let what someone else says <laughs> or does mean something about me I get yeah. it
1: yeah. And so the same is true as we are adults and maybe somebody doesn't explicitly say you're an idiot. I mean, maybe they do, but there's a lot more like nuances as adults where we like pick mm-hmm. up on this
0: or that or oh, the tone. other. My sister-in-law tone. is always like, I am the tone police. <laughs> it was the tone in which they said it. Oh. And it always makes me kind of laugh. Um, but <laughs> that's also, voice. you can, you can also decide if that was a good tone or a bad tone. You can decide if you're going to think about how you're going to internalize that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, that's what they're doing and whatever
1: their tone is, is theirs. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to, it's like last week we talked about lighting the fuse and you don't have to let that just explode. If somebody lights a fuse, like you can, you can choose to, you know, diffuse it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to cause a
0: reaction inside of you. Right. I think that the empowerment really comes from leaving the situation with the emotion that you want to take with you. Yeah.
1: Yes. I love that so much. Um, so whatever your situation that you find yourself in or whatever hurt or whatever negative emotion that might come up, cause we don't really have issues with like the positive emotions. No, you usually welcome those feelings. Yes. Yes. You're like, sure. They told me I'm great. I'm going to
0: feel great. So last week we kind of talked about how, you know, you have three questions maybe to ask yourself to really like reflect on this and bring some awareness to the situation at hand. Mm -hmm. And the first one is what do I have control over?
1: Yeah. So when somebody says something unkind or you just have an emotion, or you pick up on their tone and you're not liking it. Yes. Or you just have some sort of negative emotion that you feel. I mean, maybe it's even just like boredom or annoyance, annoyance, any of those things. So what do you have control over? Because sometimes the emotions just kind of come and you're not like, well, I didn't like choose to be annoyed per mm-hmm. se. Right. I just, all of a sudden I'm feeling annoyed. Mm-hmm. So what you do have control over is. Allowing that feeling actually.
0: Right. You and can decide if you want to allow it. Exactly. Or reject <clears throat> it. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, yeah. And also you have control over like owning that it came from you. Yes. Yes. And, and being like, okay, this person may have triggered something, but I'm right now, it feels appropriate for me to feel this way. And I kind of want to mm-hmm. feel however that is. Now that doesn't mean you stay there, but you are like, you know what? I do feel sad about this right now, or I do feel embarrassed, or I do feel uh, rejected, which now that I'm saying these words, I'm like, I, we were talking earlier about the importance of kind of broadening our vocabulary a little bit yeah. in terms of
0: emotional vocabulary, so... Being able to articulate, you know, I think a lot of times we say things like, well, just, you know, I'm so mad, I'm so angry. Or I feel bad. Or I feel bad about this. And I think just being able to break that down, like, oh, okay, well, I feel angry, a little bit of irritation, irritated because kind of self, like, defensive, defensive, because Mm -hmm. actually at the core of it, I feel rejected. Yeah. Or whatever that is. I think really, really being able to... Find the vocabulary to articulate exactly the emotion that it is. Right. Instead of, I feel bad, you're like, uh I feel embarrassed. Yep. Or, yeah, there's The more you can funnel that in, the more I think you can... That indicates what it means to yeah, you.
1: kind of self-diagnose a little bit, mm-hmm. and just gain more understanding of yourself. Because I do feel like emotions can be very, very
0: instructive for us. Absolutely, because they they're teaching us what's going on inside of us. Right. And I'm not saying like when we're talking about you know allowing that feeling. I am not saying, you know, I feel uncomfortable right now. I want to hurry and get rid of that discomfort. I'm not saying that. I'm no. saying you know allowing yourself to feel uncomfortable, and then you know really honing that in and deciding
1: well it's like where that's it's like from. understanding like this is part of being a human it doesn't mean anything's gone wrong it just means it feels appropriate right now for me to feel this way and i just my body needs to feel this right now. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not something you want to feel ultimately, or even if it's not something that you're proud of feeling or whatever, having that compassion in yourself and going, you know what? I, I just need to feel this for a minute sure. or however long. And you
0: get to decide because it comes from your thoughts. Yeah. If it's appropriate or not. Yes. There are certain times where I get frustrated by something and the, you know, you could possibly overreact mm-hmm. or something happens and you're like, Oh yeah. mm that emotion I actually chose to feel was quite not the appropriate one that I wanted for the situation. And that's where, you know, having that awareness and taking the control over your emotions can help change the situation.
1: When we say taking control of your emotions, it almost sounds like we're going to resist and like force ourselves to feel a certain way, but that's not at all what we're talking about. Um, Gaining control of your emotion oddly is by allowing yourself to feel it. Yeah is actually how you end up gaining that control right not not acting on it nope not not acting from it but just being like i'm just feeling this in my body right now allowing it just allowing yourself to feel it
0: helps you gain control over it
1: yeah yeah it's almost like you have to let go
0: (laughs) in order to gain the control yes Um, Absolutely. Okay. The second question. So the first one is what do I have control over? You know, allowing that feeling, being able to self-diagnose it, coming up with that vocabulary. The second one is how can I really own that? Yeah. What's What's my role my role in it? Yeah. So I think this is where you start identifying like
1: what was going on in my head that created this? Like, what are those thoughts? What am I thinking? Am I thinking I'm obviously not good enough? If you're picking up on a tone from somebody, like, are you taking that on and being like, yeah, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Or that's just one
0: example, but yeah. What are the thoughts that are generating that? So going back to like, you know, my, my cute son and him saying, well, so-and-so said I was an idiot. You know, what thoughts was he having about that statement that caused him to feel the emotion of feeling sad or, you know, hurt or whatever he came in with, you know, if you were an adult and able to kind of articulate those things, then what thought was going through your head that mean that made that mean something to you
1: yeah what were you making that mean mm-hmm. i think about if a peer told you you're an idiot for some reason you'd have probably different thoughts not for some reason, but you would probably have different thoughts than if a two-year-old comes to their mom and calls them an idiot. You would right. just kind of giggle and laugh at that, mm-hmm. right? Because you you have different thoughts about yes. it. And so it's your thoughts. It's right? you. It's not the statement. It's not the
0: situation. It's, it's not that where, somebody said it. Nope. It's what you come up with. It's what you're thinking about it. In your head. Yes. So where does the empowering choice come in? Yes. So the
1: question number three that we talked about last week was, How, what can I do to empower myself with a choice? Mm-hmm. And so, then the choice. Is, well, I think the choice is actually sort of twofold in this situation. You have a choice to allow the feeling or to um, ignore it and push it away and pretend it's not there. That's one choice, right? Another choice. So, one has to do with the feelings, but then the other one has to do with your thoughts. Yeah, you can choose. You can say the we, thought. Why am I choosing to feel this way? Yeah, and is there is there a thought that I would like to th- believe? that is going to serve me better mm-hmm. or do I want to keep this thought? Yeah. What do I want to take that empowerment? What do I want to leave the situation with? Yeah. What emotion do I want to take with me from this? Mm-hmm. So do I want to take hurt with me or do I want to, do I want to take understanding or compassion
0: or empathy or something else? Right. It's like my cute friend's mom. Did she want to take, annoyance with her or frustration or a little bit of bitterness, any of those things. It was like, I mean, which would be understandable. Totally understandable. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd have been so annoyed if that would happen. Actually now I wouldn't because I learned a lot you've, from that in life. You learned from her example. I absolutely did. And I don't think that's the emotion that she chose to take. Yeah. I think she chose to take like love for me. Yeah. You could probably call and ask her, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, big impact. Yeah. When you, it's... when you act from a place that, is an emotion that you want to have last yeah and take it with you
1: just shows you how powerful our thoughts really are and how they really do generate our life experience how we are thinking about our life is really how we experience our life yes and having the understanding of where the emotions come from really helps us access a little more control
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot Absolutely. more control. a lot more
0: control Yeah. A lot more control. And it's not, this is not just like a a one-time thing. I mean, it's like a constant over and over and over. It takes so much practice.
1: And I remember someone saying that confidence comes from, I think it might be Burt Castillo who said this. I've heard it a couple places, a couple people, but maybe it came from her. I don't know. Saying that confidence is being willing to feel anything. Yeah. So if you are willing to feel whatever comes up for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, again, it doesn't mean that you're acting from it, but you have to be, you have to understand that it's not dangerous, Mm -hmm. even though it can feel so scary and
0: terrible. Right. And I think the more comfortable you are with identifying your feelings, identifying your emotions, going through this process, realizing that you are creating them, that they're coming from your thoughts really gives you the power to know that the, Worst case scenario, you can handle because it's a feeling. Yes, and you are totally comfortable with feelings. Yes,
1: the worst that can happen is a feeling. Always. Yeah, it's a feeling. And when you have that confidence that, like, I I know I can process a feeling, and I know I can get through a feeling, and no feeling ever stays forever. No, they're always temporary. All feelings come and go. All always. Yeah, it does. It is a huge confidence booster to be like, you know what? I might be embarrassed, but. I can, I can do embarrassment Mm -hmm. or I might feel rejected, but I I can do rejection. I I know that it's just coming from something that's going on in my head and, and it's going to subside. It's going to go away. And, and it's so interesting when you stop resisting emotions, how much easier, how much more quickly they subside. I've noticed this when, um, when I've like felt tears welling up a few times where I'm like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And then I've had this thought like, Michelle, why are you resisting? And I would just kind of breathe and soften. And then, like maybe one tear would come, and I would be fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Whoa, that is so much better than fight, 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 choke up, and like, and then I end up bursting." Yeah, and then it's like, (laughs) you know, yeah, the dam breaks, and it all comes out. Yes, yeah, sure. But allowing myself to just settle and relax and soften into whatever that feeling is just, uh, breathe. It just makes it so much more tolerable and it really does subside much more quickly. And I think the more you practice this, the better you get. Yeah, it really does take practice. I feel like this is like a lifelong, yeah, it's a lifelong practice. And those emotions start becoming your teachers and you start learning about yourself because you you start to understand like, or in asking yourselves those questions of like, why was I, why did I let myself, Why was I choosing that? Like, Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily see it as a choice at the time. We just feel what we feel. But like, I wonder, you know, you start learning about
0: yourself. Yeah, when you start checking in with that, when my kids go to bed at night and, um, you know, we're having like our evening or night conversation when they're laying in bed, I always say, you know, how did you decide to choose, how did you choose to be happy today? How did you choose to be sad today? Mm. Um, And just kind of get you, you know, thinking of, that was a choice that you made and having you internalize and kind of self-diagnose a little bit, why did I choose that? Yeah. And then to decide if that was the, you know, are you glad you decided to choose happy about that? Is that what you wanted? Yeah. And you know, kind sometimes of you want to feel sad about things. Absolutely. Whatever, there are it, definitely things in life that I want to feel sad about Yeah, and that feels appropriate to me. And I think yeah. that that is in a line with my best self to feel sad about certain things. I'm not yeah. saying oh, for sure. Yeah. And even, even, you know, frustration on occasion or different things. Yeah. I think that, you're but like, why oh. did I choose that? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. It's
1: so powerful. And your kids are going to be like little emotional adults the way you're Ooh. training them.
0: <laughs> I know, but, but start with this, work on <laughs> it yes. and think it and it practice it. Practice and I think sure. the more that I do this for myself, the more I'm aware of it and the more I can help my kids and, you know, mm-hmm. people around you a little bit with, you know, tapping into, our emotions. Yeah. I remember when I
1: first sort of introduced this idea of our feelings coming from our thoughts to my children, they were teenagers, and wow, the pushback. They were like, that's not true, mom. And no I was, way. <laughs> I
0: am not coming up with this. There's no way I'm coming up with this. Like, no. I didn't yeah I don't choose to feel a certain way did not choose this situations surrounding me definitely yes. chose this for me. it was not me. Yes. one last little um,
1: example that comes to mind right now. I have a nephew that just returned home from a mission in Mexico and he shared this little uh, something his companion once said when they were in a situation where their area had flooded and like just just kind of really challenging circumstances where they were in really remote part of Mexico. And he said one night we came home and they were sopping wet. And his companion goes, you know what? It's weird that we're happy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it might seem weird because on the surface level you look at the circumstances. But it's not the circumstances that generate what you're feeling. No, it's things inside your head. It's what's going on inside your head.
0: Yeah, it's always on you. And so I also love, that reminds me of my, my favorite movie is Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. And I love the part where Gene Kelly is singing the song singing in the rain and he's like going down the street and he's happy and he's splashing through these puddles and he's singing and he's like swinging from lampposts and like, I love it so much. And he passes all these people who are like huddled and like hurried and just kind of look like annoyed and like frustrated that it's raining and they're caught in the rain (laughs) and it's dark. And here he is being like Mr. Happy, (laughs) the thoughts I'm feeling are love and here's my emotion and I am so happy right now. Yeah. And I always think of that like oh yeah happy about the rain not so happy about the rain has nothing to do with the rain yeah
1: and everything to do with
0: everything that's going on inside your head head.
1: yes okay so there you go hope you are feeling a little more able to have that kind of control that you want of your emotional life yes yes find the empowerment
0: in the control
1: controlling our emotions we've got one more episode of being out of control part three will happen next week And this one is on
0: habits habits. It's a big one. So we, you know, kind of took all of your answers and are putting them into these different episodes. We hope you found something for you. Also, if there's something that you would like to hear us talk about, please join our conversation on Instagram or leave us a voice um, message here or it's just in show notes. There's a little link. It's super easy. Send us a DM. Let us know. Hey, I would like you to talk, maybe give me some insights about this. We're trying to figure this all out at the same time as you are. And we'd love to join in on the journey. All right. We love you. See you next time. See you later. Hey, thanks for being here today. We appreciate you listening. Yes, I'm so glad you were here. Did you know we have an Instagram account specifically for this podcast? We sure do. Come find us on Instagram at mind.body.boss. We
1: are continuing the conversation over there and we would love to hear from you. We'd love your insights. We'd love your questions, your ideas, your thoughts. Come and meet us over on Instagram.
0: We'll see you there.